0: you mm-hmm. Rise and shine, pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. That was a remix by DJ Monica. She decided to play a little bit of Monarch with the trailer trailer with the Monarch. But you know what? It's all hip hop, right? It's all hip hop. It's all hip hop. <laughs> it's all hip hop. We are here today with a friend of the show, a lyricist, a hip hop artist, an Aurora native. Yeah. Member of the highest low.
1: That's
0: me. Uh Rockin' Ben Davis the gear of the gears right now and that trailer superlatives goes to our boy Cruz Ocho of the Highest Low what's good I'm doing well how are all right. you right I'm doing pretty good man doing pretty good good to see you again you know thank you for having me all right Cruz has a new project out 94 tape 94 tape 94 tape mm-hmm. um and we have three tracks which we will be uh playing a little for you guys today everything is fine sloth and sanctuary good morning if you're just tuning in maria Torito. good morning to you dear friend how was first friday last night first of all with all y'all out there hope that you guys had a good time a safe time i saw a lot of good stuff taking place at Wabonzi community college i saw things happening at zen loft i saw massages on the street i saw harvey's firebox was good text me later on oh i saw many of you out there last night because i was lurking i was lurking while i was working that's a rhyme can I get a shot what, I mean can I can you I be on can I jump on a track? Uh, yeah. You know? Me okay. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> get this dude in the back part. <laughs> All right. Um, so first things first, tell us about um, you know, yourself, the highest lows, and uh your your style and how you got started in hip hop. Okay. Now Cruz has a mask on so i don't know if he, they'll be able to hear you effectively uh, your boy is fully vaccinated uh, so you you know you can chop it up chop it make up making sure you know, yeah make sure everybody feels i know right get the spores on the mic and everything exactly COVID <laughs> rap
1: COVID rap. right um so yeah um aurora native um west aurora where i frequent most okay of them. <laughs> but uh yeah uh spent a little time on the east side but like when I was very young. So I, I moved to the West Side when I was like seven. And okay. Been there since. Um, well, I've done a lot of moving around since, but, you know, I don't live in Aurora currently, but I st- still stay pretty connected with the community here.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, tell me about the highest low.
1: So the highest low consists of myself and um, my partner, Jess Wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met in high school uh, when I was like 16 and have been making music together since so it's been almost 20 years it's 18 years really so okay. i'm 34 now so so yeah um the first couple of years were us like experimenting and just trying to figure out what our sound was like me meeting him in high school was like we connected on a lot of things because we were the only two guys that we knew of that were like influenced by the same things okay like i feel like a lot of the other people that were into that, like, were just, I guess, more in, on the other side of things, I guess, and we were just, we connected on things that we related to or that we, you know, that we were fans of. Okay. So that's where that, you know, that connection came from. Um, first few years, figuring out our sound, once we kind of figured it out, changed our name, scrapped all the old content, and started fresh.
0: Figuring out your sound, What mm-hmm. is that Consists of is it like my delivery and my partner's delivery? What is what is figuring out your sound? Um, what does it look like?
1: Trying to figure out what you're doing musically and what feels right and just what fits you. You know, we um, we would uh, make kind of like mixtapes. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to call it a mixtape, uh, just using beats from artists that we like really, right? You know, were really connected to and really enjoyed, um, and that was really just like. Kind of us training ourselves on how to go about making songs because, like, a lot of it, a lot of the early stuff was just like
0: raps, braggadocious. Yeah, right, right.
1: You know, yeah, I'm the eldest. Yeah, right. You know, um, so it was really just a matter of like fine tuning everything we were doing Um when it came to like hooks and like what I guess what would catch. People's ears and stuff, you know. Okay. But without being, you know, um, not going about it in a way like, oh, we have to make this for the purpose of catching attention, right? Like we're making stuff genuinely because we like making the type of stuff that we're making. Okay. So that's what I mean about us kind of finding finding our sound and kind of fine tuning what we were doing, you know. Um. So yeah, after we changed our name to the highest low, what um, was it before? Uh. It was uh, The Architects. <laughs> the
0: architects.
1: <laughs> and none of that material is out. Like, can't find it on the internet
0: anywhere. Well, yeah, that was before the internet, right?
1: Yeah. Well, mostly. The yeah, yeah. MySpace well, okay. era. Sure. Okay. A little bit, yep. you know. But um, once we changed our names, that's when we were like, okay, let's, we know what we're doing at this point. So, uh, as a group, we've put out about six projects, I want to say, in the past about eight about eight years about mm-hmm. you know so um, middle finger mind stayed and uh, insomnia were our first two projects I wanted I paired them together because insomnia came out after the first one okay but it was completed before the first one. It just worked out that way I don't know we were overthinking things a lot right um, beyond that was uh, the bootleg sessions. Uh, Champlo, which was like a um, collaborative effort between us and a couple other friends of ours. Um, Life's a Beach, produced by Severe and uh, our last album that we came out with in 2019 called Underdogs. Okay. So, uh, since 2019, or since the uh, the release of Underdogs, uh, we've been doing shows, mostly in the city. Uh, We've toured before, like going to other states, like Texas, and uh, we've done shows in like Las Vegas, and like Places throughout the Midwest, South, West Coast, stuff like that, L.A., stuff like that. But um, COVID
0: really put like a huge like gap between what we were able to do. And I remember you telling me that in the very first conversation. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me that when we were chopping it up at McCarty Mills when I first met you. Yeah. That's where we first met. Yeah. You know?
1: So now that I think people are not that COVID gone away, but people Bless are learning you. how to navigate it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're kind of getting back into like pushing that project because I feel like the project was too good for it to just be like forgotten about. Right you know so um, so yeah, um, we're gonna be getting back to putting out some visual content for that project. Okay. Um, and in the meantime we'll be working on uh, another short project as well. but um, until then, um, I've got a solo project that I'm releasing this Friday. Uh, called 94 tape and then my partner will be releasing his solo project that's gonna be coming out this month as well
0: okay yeah
1: what's the name of his solo uh delusions of grandeur all right okay
0: available on (laughs) soundcloud spotify yeah
1: so all of our uh, music as a group as highest low um and then my solo content is available on all streaming platforms like spotify apple music title um we have a. So, some people may know about a site called Bandcamp as well. Yeah. Um, if you're going to buy any of the content, we highly recommend going to our Bandcamp site. So, highestlow.bandcamp.com for our group stuff, cruzolcho.bandcamp.com for my stuff, because Bandcamp actually pays their artists a lot more than like streaming services and stuff like that. Really? Yes, because like with Bandcamp, like you get a, a majority of the percentage of those sales. When it comes to well, that that's with making sales, of course. Right. Um, if people are going to stream the the projects that we put out, there's definitely no problem in streaming. I stream music as well. We all stream music. Right. But um, the struggle with streaming is. At this point, it's really just a promotional tool for all artists because they don't get paid that much from streaming. Exactly. Like each right. stream comes out to a fraction of a penny. Right. I don't know how you split a penny up, but that's what they—that's what their math. Yeah. Comes out to. Um,
0: it's interesting. Like doing this show. I mean, we're—we're not—we're not producing musical content for people to purchase. Right. Like you are, but uh, I definitely see to your point. I am seeing like how much you actually get from the stream. Mm-hmm. So, like as an artist, that's why like I watch interviews from people, you know, hip hop artists and things like that, and they're like, "Yo, the you know people getting your music for free and the artist not getting anything out of it." You know, mm-hmm. that's that was a problem a few years ago, but it doesn't seem like it's gone away. You know, right? No, but uh, I feel like uh, most artists that
1: kind of um are seasoned in what they're doing kind of know that that streaming thing is Mm -hmm. like it's a necessary tool but you know it's just a tool basically it's a promotional tool because that's what kind of gets people to draw their attention to you and when you have their attention it's like okay what else can i sell to earn to put towards whatever other creative endeavors I'm doing. Right. So, like, you'll see artists put out, you know, merchandise, like, you know, clothing, stickers, whatever, you know, um, physical copies of, of their projects as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's how they make their money. You know, when it comes down to like doing shows, touring stuff like that
0: erica fredericks good morning to you john schomer good morning norma peterson good morning weekend gams g-a-m-s the great american morning show for those of you have not tuned in or just discovered us if you hear us say gams that's what it stands for the great american morning show and anna sierra is here sarah hip good morning to you happy saturday to everybody yeah happy saturday yeah word that's right oh yes come on that's not a button. <laughs> the a, a live studio audience. Real claps. Okay, um, so I got some, we're going to give you guys a really good treat here. I do have a couple of local, and em- couple, I've literally got two items. That I'm going to tell you about local news just to uh, get you guys ready and prepared. Uh, then we're going to get back to our discussion here. All right. Check this out, trunk or treat, get ready for this. Our friends of Wesley United Methodist Church are holding this great celebration on Sunday, October 24th from 1230 p.m. to 230 p.m. This will take place in the parking lot of the church at 14th, excuse me, 14 North May Street. Volunteers will decorate vehicle trunks to dispense treats and trinkets. A prize will be awarded for the best decorated trunk. Ooh, save the date and come on out for some fun and uh, uh excuse me saturday november october 30th from 4 to 8 p.m there will be a great and spooky halloween party taking place at mccarty mills 140 south river street food by chef alton cupcakes by anna's custom treats best costume contest and a book launch by our friends victoria hala maldonado and dizia Alassi that's what's up uh come on out and support all of our local friends the time is now what time is the now Eight, 9, nine, thirteen. We typically do this at eight. Getting used to these Saturdays, y'all. Oh, this is cool stuff. Yeah. Imagine. All right. Um. So we have a track called "Everything Is Fine." Uh, by Cruz. That we're gonna play a little bit for you guys. Uh, give you all a little taste of what this brother is up to. like my boss i asked said and put the price a little bit a little too high for me to get by gun only part time gigs and side hustles i feel twitching in my eye muscles. i struggle to keep composure on the daily my
1: friends don't know this Cause I've been struggling and crying And I've been grumbling and dying inside right. I like to hide right. it with pride Say never mind and I'm fine Everything is okay, everything is swell
0: I can't erase
1: the mouth that's on my face So can't you tell that I don't need any help? Uh, everything is kosher I had a couple drinks, but what you think that I ain't sober? Uh, I've been sipping spirits, hoping it would help a raising mine. Instead, i lay wake up in the bed to end up wasting time Throughout my 20s, I thought I was in a slump early 30s
0: and I still can't get over this hump. Like, what the, uh, but everything is fine yeah, everything's cool. I don't need to talk no, it's a good morning song that's really funny <laughs> everything is fine everything is fine. Yeah. everything is fine, that's the jam not too bad, not too bad, okay uh, i I think that was like the funniest song to kind of play like first thing in the morning because it's um,
1: essentially the song is about having too much pride to admit when, when anything is wrong. Hmm. If you listen to the lyrics, right. like, you know, the, the verses are, you know, basically like your daily struggles of what's going on, but the hook mm-hmm. is like, but everything is fine. Right. You know, yep. it's those, those moments where, you know,
0: you, these are things that you're thinking Right. But when someone asks you, hey, how are you? Everything's cool. all good, yeah. yeah. The whole world is crumbling. Right. It's all going to hell. Nothing is going right. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Exactly. I'm good. Yeah. So like to, to play that to start your Saturday morning is kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, um now I heard in there what sounded like an old school TV show in there,
1: yeah. I think so. Um, I don't know. Um, that sounded familiar. I have to give all that credit to uh, the man who produced that song. Uh, that's uh, ill brown. Uh, on this project, there's a handful of uh, producers that I worked with. So, ill brown um, produced two of the tracks on this project. There's eight tracks total. Okay, he did two. Uh, my good friend Joe Tice, who Produced the underdogs project the full underdogs project from our group uh, did three tracks on this project and So that's five of them there, right? And the last three were all uh, done by other producers cool out Chris um, The working man who I've not met in person yet, uh, but hopefully I'll get to meet him in person That's sometime. a dope name the working man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. And then my good friend uh, Jay Arthur who's a um, rapper singer producer um, from Chicago, and he's also part of a group called the the Whoever's. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. So I now we're gonna play two other songs a little bit later. The time is nine seventeen. Uh, sloth and sanctuary. But what about biscuit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Take, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you about some of the other tracks on the album. Yeah. Give us a little context about those. Well, yeah. tell us about biscuit. The first track.
1: Well, um, to add context to that and everything else, what I'll say is the the way that I kind of put the tracks in a particular order to where it um, transitions in in a sense. So like Biscuit is, you know what, before I get into that, let me, I guess, explain the title of the project itself. So 94 Tape. So the reason why it's called 94 Tape is I feel like on this project in particular, I wear a lot of my influences On my sleeve, you know, like I I portray a lot of the influences or the things that influenced me and in my music making, you know. So um, a lot of that stuff may come from like the early to mid '90s era, and and then plus uh, throughout the flavor, the the style, exactly. Okay, uh, the like the approach to how I'm putting my words together over these beats, you know, Um, and then what else was I was gonna I just drew a blank
0: <laughs> oh, scratch it up yeah I like that
1: that's live radio bro oh, so and then on top of that on top of the the influences all 94 uh, uh the year in particular was kind of a reoccurring theme in some of the songs so there were references that I didn't necessarily mean to make but just kind of happened that way and okay. someone pointed it out when I was like mixing down the they're like oh you make a couple of references to this particular year I was right like, okay they yeah, have that I never
0: really noticed. Why'd you do that? I don't know.
1: It just it just happened. What
0: that way. uh? What's what's in your mind about 1994? It had to be some, there has to be some little some little smoldering ember in your mind to to kind of. I think uh, between the years of like 93 to
1: 94, there was like a... I feel like there was like a transition in what was happening in hip-hop at that point, like as far as the, the music in general. Because okay. there, there was a lot of different evolutions between like the late 70s when it started mm-hmm. through the mid-90s and even to today. Right. You know, the way that I've always, um, the way that I kind of look at the genre or like hip-hop as a culture, I kind of, I like to think of it as the form of a tree, in a sense, what I mean by that is when you think of the tree, you've got the roots, mm-hmm. and the roots are the foundation. You know, the, right. this is everything that it's connected to. You right. know, the um, the start of the culture, the mm-hmm. start of you know everything with uh, the music, the uh, the b boys, the DJs, the graffiti writers. You know, everybody that was in. In the actual culture you right know? Yep. and then the as found, that tree, the, the foundation foundation yep. as that tree grows you know you've got your trunk and then you got your branches so your trunk is like you know the um, I, I feel like where it kind of gains its strength to not be a passing fad because right. you know in early in the early days like of hip-hop as a musical genre like people always thought oh this is just a passing
0: fad it's never gonna last this will die out
1: like disco yeah yep so yeah i i look at it that way and then when you get to the branches that's where all the different styles and sounds and artists come from you know so the end result exactly right. so you know just like how we we wouldn't have like a kendrick without a rakim right we wouldn't have like a nas without a rakim stuff right. like that mm-hmm. you know uh We wouldn't have, like, there are things today that we wouldn't have without its predecessors. Sure, of course. So, you know, that's how I look at branching and all that. And same thing with, like, sub-genres of, of the music, you know? Because, right. like, there's not one type or style of hip-hop, you know? there's Of course, there's the popular stuff that's out now, but then you have your, your underground, underground kind of stuff, and then you've got your nerdcore rap and then right uh, yeah there's so many different variations you know and so many different backgrounds like the the fact that you could be from any part of the world and tell your story in that format just kind of gives it this broad like I don't know just like this Ability to adapt to anyone.
0: Nineteen ninety four was the year that Wu Tang dropped their first album. That's what yeah. it. So nineteen ninety four was a pivotal year in yeah. hip hop. Not just for the Wu, but like uh, Outcast came out in ninety four.
1: Yeah. So um, their debut came out. Uh, Ready to Die came out. Yep. Illmatic came out um mad albums that yeah. changed
0: that that laid a new yeah so to yeah. i
1: guess refocus to back what i was going to say about the 93 94 era i feel like uh 93 in particular there was a lot of um stuff coming coming out of the east coast that was like okay we got to toughen our sound up and make it like more aggressive to compete with what was coming out of the west coast at the time right so that's where this like you know the first couple of tracks like biscuit and um raw 94 come in mm-hmm. because that's kind of where i'm pulling that energy from i wanted to start off the project kind of like hitting the ground running hitting uh getting it to sound i guess uh high energy almost aggressive like in the first couple of tracks you know um just to kind of start off in a high... Right, yeah. Start off on a high, right, yeah. you know, on a high the note. The highest level. <laughs> right. Ah! So, <laughs> so, yeah, well, um, that transition from 93 to 94, like, when we are talking about the albums that we were just referring to, mm-hmm. like Illmatic, Ready to Die, Southern Playlistic, all that, um, the great thing about a lot of those albums is, like, you've got your mix of songs that were just, like, that were just, like, dope hip-hop songs where these these rappers these mcs are like you know being back braggadocious for the mm-hmm. most part and just doing like what they wanted to do right but then you also had tracks on those albums that like touched on certain content or different you know just like different uh topics and all you know so there was a balance between like everything wasn't just like i'm dope i'm dope i'm dope right. you know you had uh, you had those songs that had some sort of narrative to them so uh that was my approach to this project. Uh, having songs to where you know i just kind of either half of them are like me just kind of getting this witty wordplay out and Mm -hmm. just doing what i wanted you know and then the other half of the songs have some sort of narrative or some sort of focus
0: nice uh ali hernandez is here ali what is up good morning to you dear friend all right, so that was um, that we talked about biscuit right there. Well, you know what? You did ask me about biscuit. I didn't really say too much about it, right? <laughs> you did. It. You did it. Now you know what's funny about that? I actually, because we talked like before we started recording, mm-hmm. I was just gonna take that and like. You know, transition into the song. Yeah, but come on back with it. Yeah, yeah. Give me the I felt like it was a little
1: too early to start off with that because, like I said, it hits the ground running. It's just it like, does. Ugh. No, I, I feel you. Know? I so feel I'm it. like, it's a little too early for that. I'm just getting into my coffee, which I got from Treadwell. Uh, yep. Shouts <laughs> out to Treadwell. But yeah, um to kind of walk you step by step with the tracks. Then uh, Biscuit was like, I wanted to kind of get some of that. Wu-Tang energy of mm-hmm. it, you know, that kind of aggressive, like, in-your-face kind of yep. joint, but it's it's kind of like it's got this distorted, almost kind of sample to these hard drums and just wanted to hit the ground running, and then when it transitions into Raw 94 it's right. the only song on the project that I have any other rap features, so the whole other pro- the whole rest of the project is all focused on me, but that one song I felt like I couldn't call it raw ninety four without a proper posse cut. Right? Know? Yeah. Exactly. Because so, that's that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I brought on Mosiris, who's a good friend of mine, uh, rapper out of Chicago. He's also a drummer for um for a for metal band uh, called I Bet. Right. Uh. So him and him, I had to bring Just Wise because you know that's my brother and that's you know mm-hmm. that's what we do. So that touches on the first two tracks of that project. And like I said, this whole project kind of is is put in a, in an order to where it transitions into different moods, I guess. Gotcha. So yeah, the first two tracks kind of start off aggressive and then uh everything is fine is the third track and like I said that was that song is about having too much pride. You know, it's about not admitting when something is wrong or right. just like it, it's a mix of optimism and pessimism at, at the same time,
0: you know, yeah. deep. That's what we played a little bit of for you guys. Uh, the next one that we'll play a little bit of um, is a song called Sloth. So let's check out Sloth here on Good Morning Aurora. Once in a while...
1: In my usual style my mind is moving past the limit every minute to mouth. i appreciate the time when i can sit on the couch turn the music up and just zone out because huh? it's a whole vibe gotta keep it wavy keep it chill low tide tell me how you feel keep it real no lie light another herb let it burn through the sky right it's a whole vibe gotta keep it wavy keep That's it sweet. chill low tide I can feel, keep it real, no lie, light another herb, let it burn through the sky, right, it's a whole vibe, (laughs) it's a whole vibe, yeah, it's a whole vibe, it's a whole
0: vibe, it's a whole vibe, it's a whole vibe, it's a whole vibe, it's a whole vibe, I might turn my phone
1: off when I get in this mood. Back on when I'm ordering food And when my pizza gets a bit Going back to disconnected If you call me and I answer I'll hang up and blame reception Got to the I'll get text it I'll see it when I seek it I'll hit you back soon But now I stay in tune
0: With this lazy afternoon Like the roots in 94 Asking do you want more Yeah, a I'm less of the drama
1: That's an album That's a whole group
0: though mm-hmm. with
1: people seeking my patience to test You ain't cutting me get check So I ain't giving you time improvise my peace of mind cause it's a whole vibe gotta keep it wavy, keep it chill low tide.
0: tell me how you feel keep it real alright, alright, yes yeah, word up word <laughs> up, hit the claps good song slaw, that yeah, beat is dope, I, I like hot that beat like that, it's one of
1: my favorites to perform right now Cause, okay, because like you were just doing, like I'm doing the the whole chant part, the back yeah. chant part, and you it's jumped in naturally. Vibe. Yep, I feel like people do that naturally. Yeah, like, that,
0: the music, um, music should do that to you. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah. Music should do that to you. I mean, depending on what you're listening to, it may not make you stand up and you know you know wave your your drink in the club, but even if it's classical, like it will give you that that comparable feeling. Of having that vibe, you know what I'm saying? Having that moment. Yeah, and there's, um, when it comes
1: down to any music in general, um, there's music for different environments and different settings. You know, like, there's music for the club. And I don't necessarily make music for the club because... I don't like clubs.
0: Right, yeah, right.
1: I, I do not like going to clubs. Yeah.
0: It's right. not my scene at all. We know? talked about the scenes over, on the way over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, exactly. Nah. Yeah. So
1: I make I guess I make I don't know. I don't make it for a certain environment, but I feel like everything that I do make fits certain settings. I guess. Right. You know, so right. yeah. Um, what's your writing process? Uh, I write the most while I'm driving. <laughs> so the way that works Okay I, yeah. I'm not physically DVD- writing <laughs>
0: you know, y'all thinking that Y'all at home like So his hands aren't on the wheel what No, the no, that's not, that's <laughs> not <laughs> What is name? he talking about? So
1: I write in my head while I drive Gotcha So my process And the re- I'll explain the reasoning for my process as well But uh, my process basically is You know, I'll find a beat Or whatever, you know, that That I'm gravitating toward, or whatever you know, Mm -hmm. and um, I'll get a hold of it. I'll play it in my car for a while, and you know, as I'm going from uh, point A to point B, Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time driving. Um, I just go all over the place, but um, I find it that for me, in particular, that I do most of my writing in the car because it's it forces me to focus on writing. Right. I'm a very scatterbrained person. And to write at home, I will find a distraction. Right. So yeah. if I'm driving and I'm listening to the beat, my eyes are on the road, my uh, my hands are on the wheel, but my ears are to the music. Mm-hmm. And as my ears are to the music, I'm building whatever I want to say in my head. And once I get to point B, once I get to my stop or whatever, then pick up the phone and, you know, I got my a notes app in there and I'll write down whatever I thought of because... Yeah. I will forget. The Notes app is convenient, right? It's super convenient. Yeah, because before, I would just have a notepad and pen in the car (laughs) at all times. Yeah, before, you know, back when we had our flip phones and, you know, brick Nokias and all that. Like, (laughs) I right. would actually have uh, like a journal or notepad in the car, mm-hmm. and I'll either go from point A to point B, and once I make my stop, I'll write down whatever I wanted to write down. Oh, yeah. And put that back. Yeah. Or sometimes I would just sit in a parking lot and just write. And it was just like I've always found comfort in being in my car.
0: Okay. Um, now, does your partner, well, let me actually start up. So, this is an opinion question for you but um can you be the greatest of all time or can you be a great rapper if you have a (laughs) ghostwriter uh you
1: could be a great artist i guess or you can be a great um hmm. i I wouldn't say you can't be a great rapper like the greatest of all time because like the actual act of it is what you're contributing right you know like i think you could be a successful artist doing that because uh for artists that do work in groups like that and there's really no shame in working in groups like i don't really work well in groups like that like as far as having somebody write for me yeah necessarily (laughs) like i write all of my own material if someone has a suggestion be like hey you should say this word instead of this word I'll take that. Right. You know, gotcha. but uh, for, I've never had somebody record a reference track and say, okay, copy that. Uh-huh. You know, because I'm not that kind of artist. Like, right. that's just not right. me, you know? Like, you can be a, a great, I don't know. I don't even know what the word, but you could be a great entertainer. Entertainer, I think would be a You could be the greatest term. entertainer of all time, but you can't be the greatest writer of all time if you're not writing your best content.
0: Have you ever written for other artists?
1: No, I don't think I have. Not, okay. not that I remember, at least. Okay. <laughs> somebody take they gonna come out with a slot too like who is that like, oh right <laughs> no yeah uh, come to think of it i don't think i yeah i've never written for anybody else my partner has he's written for for people here and there but yeah i don't know no one's uh, i i would try it if i if someone wanted me to write something for them then right. sure you know i have songs that don't fit me but would go great with a, another, a band or whatever. Yeah. You know? Another so, artist or something. Right. Exactly. So, like, I have songs that I don't have any intention of using
0: for myself that maybe somebody else might want. The time is 9 34 a.m. and you are tuned into listening and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And yes, yeah, it's Saturday. Something new, something different. The only day we could get crews on the show. Because uh, the brother's not available during the week. It just was not possible. No. Uh, But he's got a new album, new project out, 94 tape. tape. It's awesome. Um, Now, here's the thing, Cruz. Let me make sure. Yeah, that's right. You were at On The Wall Hip Hop. Oh, yeah, the On The Wall Hip Hop
1: Festival. That was this uh, this past Sunday. Yeah. I had to call off work to be
0: there. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Control 5. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bet <Bad. laughs> I like that Dedicated um, But you know
1: I, I had the time to call. You were entitled To your time off That's right Use your PTO Boo Use your PTO Use your PTO I didn't Don't let them tell you nothing Like if I'm gonna call off I'm still gonna get paid for it So Right you yeah, just have no well, call, no show, right? Yeah, no. I, I let them know the night before. Or actually, I let them know weeks in advance, and they didn't give me the doff day. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be here anyway. I don't, right. I don't know what it's going to do. Better come up with a plan. Right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, the fest was really, really cool. Um, it, I feel like this might have been the biggest turnout of the fest since it started because this is the seventh annual one that they just had right so it's been around seven years and um they changed locations before it was off of like what is that water street i believe like right behind broadway
0: kind of it uh, yeah so it was stock used to be yes that's right it used to be in that walkway the city hall walkway and then i think it was in the parking lot where the farmer's market is now
1: yeah so now this time it was um I don't know what that street is even called, but it was that, basically uh, um,
0: what is between that? these
1: brick buildings down there. Like, it was yeah. this brick alleyway.
0: It's like the sketchiest part of town. It, it was
1: great. The sketchiest
0: <laughs> looking part of downtown. However, I felt it was fitting. No, it was. It was. In the pictures and the visual, it was absolutely fitting. It was totally hip-hop. It's like, if you didn't know where that was, you could conceivably possibly think that it was some bronx i don't know exactly like, you I, and know that's what, saying. what i loved about it, it was like, all bricks hip-hop
1: yeah. smiles when i was talking to uh the people that put it together they were like really unsure of that location they were like i don't know about this this isn't le- this isn't like the last location right i told them i'm like i like that it's not like the last location like right. yeah you're not getting a lot of cross traffic as far as just people like Wandering in, like, oh, what's this? Like, there's not really much of that. But, like I said, it seemed like there were more people there this year than there were in previous years. Yeah. um, It felt a little more, like, authentic, I guess, to say, like, with maybe a lack of a better word. But it just felt like more people that don't frequent downtown like that were there.
0: In a way, interesting how we're talking about this in a way, the fact that it was off the beaten path, mm-hmm. way in the most obscure streets, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, not a lot of traffic, it's like, that helped it.
1: I feel like it. It was in a combination
0: a way. of that, and
1: then uh, I think because they kind of combined it with some other elements, like the, the car show, Yeah. so like that was connected to it, so right. there was a car show, uh it was a b-boy battle, it was performances, live music, um food trucks. Well, there was one food truck because a couple other ones bailed out, I guess, last minute. But mm-hmm. uh but yeah, overall I think it was I thought it was really cool. Like I think uh sound wise everything came out good and yeah. um yeah, it just yeah, I, I had no I had no thoughts about it being less than any other event, like right. or past events. Right? You know? No,
0: it looked it looked good. It looked well attended. Shouts out to uh, our friends, Culture Stack, uh, Nicole and Brandy. Yeah, Nicole and Brandy. Uh, I mean, it was a lot of people that were involved in that. Chicano's Times, mm-hmm. Jen Ingram, uh, lots of our friends put that on. So good yeah. stuff, man. Good stuff. Okay, um, before we get into some of the next song, the time is 9.38 a.m., um, and the next song that we'll play a little bit about is Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to ask you about a couple more tracks on the album. So tell me about Iron Shake.
1: No, oh, <laughs> Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so
1: uh, I touched on the first three tracks, and like I mentioned, like the way that it's put into an order, it kind of goes into a certain... Uh, it transitions slowly into mm-hmm. like a different or lighter mood in a sense. So Iron Chic is like the very last of the really aggressive kind of sound. And it's almost like a very it ends on a kind of a, a pessimistic note because like the very last couple of bars in that song is like basically questioning life. Like what's the what's the point of living if you're just here to waste time or spend Pastime, in a sense. So, like that song, it's very short, and I love that song because, like, it's the the tempo of that song is very different from everything else on that project. Right. So that one's produced by J. Arthur. Um, so yeah, uh, that one is still it's still one of those songs where I'm just kind of doing what i want like as far as putting words together in a certain way just being witty and just i don't know
0: aggressive right. yeah. about it so like i would artfully, like artfully you know it's like I, I look like like fencing with the you know you you exactly. it's like i'm trying to kill you but i'm trying to let you know i got uh, a yeah. mad style
1: with it yeah so yeah like my my approach to the the eight tracks is the first four songs are red in a sense like to okay. give it a color gotcha you know uh, there. Most of those four songs are more of the aggressive approach to just like being boastful, with the exception of "Everything Is Fine." But "Everything Is Fine" has its own redness or darkness to it. But um, right, the second half of the the project gets a lot lighter and calmer. You know, that's where "Sloth" comes in and "Sanctuary," which is a song mostly about companionship. Okay, you know, and then. Uh and then it goes into the last two songs which have a lot more of a, a brighter tone as far as being genuinely happier and optimistic.
0: What do you want people to remember about you and your music? Um, just that they enjoyed it.
1: Like I'm not trying to make this super like <laughs> deep, I don't know, like mm-hmm. message with what I'm doing, but I feel like I have a voice of my own. I approach things differently than some other people maybe, you know?
0: And if if you connect with it, great. Oh. Cool. <laughs> um, all right. So, real quick, I'm going to give you lovely folks two hot news items because this is a news show. Now, I know what you're thinking. Can you just shut up and let Cruz talk? No, no I cannot. I have to tell you the news, because if I don't tell you the news, certain people are going to be like, I wanted a little bit of news with my music. So, and I will
1: just ramble nonsense. So. He will <laughs> ramble nonsense.
0: As a matter of fact, here's a little fun tidbit for you. Snotty Pippin <laughs> was your first rap name, right? It was It was not my first, but it was my previous. Previous, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I remember I remember that tidbit from the, from the very first interview. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, okay. Quick news, and then we'll get back to our discussion. If you want to get your learn on with your family and kids, then look no further than the Constituent Museum card presented by the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez. The card is free through October and will get you exclusive access to the Art Institute of Chicago and the Lincoln Park Zoo. The card can be used for groups of up to four people. For more information, give a call to their office at 630-270-1848 and let them know you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. And uh, next, fall festival is happening Saturday, October 23rd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see what services are available to Kane County residents. Tons of organizations will be there, such as the Neighbor Project, Jen Ingram Art, World Relief, Family Focus. Christina Campos, what's up? Alive Aurora, Addie Rubio, I just saw you at Treadwell like two days ago. That was fun. <laughs> All right. Sponsored by the Fox Valley Park District, State Senator Linda Holmes and State Representative Barbara Hernandez. Save the date. The event is free and open to the public. The time is 943 a.m. Okay. Uh, so, Sanctuary, before I play a little bit. You just mentioned that Sanctuary was emotion or dealing with isolation? Uh, no, is, uh, that one's uh, it's
1: for lack of a better term, it's pretty much a love song. You know, it's about okay. companionship in general though, like the... Companionship, right? Uh, yeah, so it's it's more so like you know uh, finding comfort or a sanctuary or you know... Um, just having just a an amount of trust and respect in someone you know to where you put all of that trust and love into that person you know so that's what that song is about Um, this is a remix version of the original was on our Highest Low Underdogs album so there's a there's an original version on the group project it was my solo song on that group project we both had like our one solo song on that project so I wanted to bring it back but give it I guess a 90, 90s remix version of it. Okay. So, I like that. So Joe That's Tice time. who produced mm-hmm. the original also produced the remix version. So okay. this version has like these jazzier kind of like drums and like tones to it. So very um very much like tribe influence like tribe called quest influence yeah. and stuff. So the, they tribe is like a huge influence on that
0: song and me as a person in general so me too yeah i love the tribe love the tribe man uh the five-foot assassin that's just played. oh you yeah know, let, me shut up. <laughs> let me shut up wilmer rodriguez is here from texas good morning wilmer rodriguez greg Ellsbury's here good morning ali hernandez what is really good middle avenue yes that's right ali hernandez that's what that street is back there middle avenue middle, Ave. middle yeah. avenue good look bradley clark is here good morning to you bradley clark and aisha Saxon, the time is 9.45 a.m. Okay, now let's play a little bit of Sanctuary for you awesome, wonderful people. Hello, Sanctuary, can you play? Uh (laughs) Let's begin with a drum set. Listen for an explosive live sound. The snare should be crisp and the cymbals should ring. Back. Hmm. Uh I
1: admire you when my living has a limit of desire to keep it going. I'm just knowing that my time with you makes a difference. I'm a feeling when I vibe with you.
0: They can't divide us too. We gotta born like 007, right? Ooooooh! Sanctuary, we got a bond like 007, <laughs> if you old school, you remember we come home and play that on the Nintendo 64, that's old school right there, let me shut up with that, <laughs> uh, that's an awesome song, um, quick
1: shout out to uh, the one singing feature I have on this project, on that song, so shout out to La Bruja, uh, she is incredibly talented, but very shy, so, like, I don't know if she's going to be putting out any other content of her own. I hope she does. Right. But uh,
0: shout out to her. Is she a. She's shy. Is she a hip hop artist? What is no, she? She's, uh, does she have an album or anything? No, she. Um. So, she was
1: very much uh, incorporated in a lot of the Underdogs uh, albums. So, okay. Like, all of the. the uh, the singing parts of that album the, the female lead sing, singing parts on that album were all done with her so uh, songs on that project like uh, Mango Mango where she starts off uh, least speaking in like Portuguese right mm-hmm. uh, and then like Sanctuary she's on as well and there's a couple of other songs where you know she helps us with her, her voice you nice, know? Yeah. and then uh, there is a song on that project as well called Crash where she does this whole like violin solo for like it's like a good minute long violin solo at the very beginning of the song. Oh wow! So she, incredibly, she's talented. a
0: violinist. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about that? Yeah, yeah, girl, you need to make an album or something. Get, can I get that interview? Exactly. We'll look into. We'll look into that. Um, okay, so the time is nine forty nine a.m. So what? Um, I asked you back in April, I think, whenever it was when we had our very first interview what was new and this is what's new
1: this is what's new
0: um so going forward and from here um if you can let us know what's new or what's cooking you're doing shows right now right
1: Uh, yeah um I'm still working out the details of the, the shows that I'm trying to get in order right now okay um so if you would like to keep up with what I'm doing um follow me on Instagram uh Cruz Ocho 8 the number 8 Um uh, yeah goes with the whole theme word Ocho. up 8 <laughs> yeah uh or you know add me on Facebook um I I have my artist page on on Facebook Cruz Ocho or if you want to find me individually like outside of my music just sharing memes and <laughs> stuff like that add me as Cruz Ochoa there's right. an a at the end right. of my last name I took it off for well, aesthetic reasons for absolutely
0: wonder, smashing success by doing that i was like yo your
1: name is actually ochoa but you
0: went with ocho yeah it's
1: just i thought ochoa just sounded really cool that that's that's really it and you know like ochoa was cool yeah like i felt like it was a lot to say i think cutting off a syllable once in a while it's like i don't know rolls off the tongue better
0: cutting off a syllable in my last name, would make it sound French. It'd be Spivet. It'd just be with the E instead of See? the Y. That'd be bad. Kind
1: it some flair. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, oh,
0: right this way, sir. Right this exactly. way. Exactly. Hell you yeah. Know?
1: So when it, whenever you uh, book a reservation at a at a French uh, bistro or right. something, you know, <laughs> there you go. Just put it then in. Then I walk the in way. with the good morning
0: aurora like, security! <laughs> 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 um, okay, so um you and... So we have a lot of the same friends. Mm-hmm. We've got Allie Hernandez. Oh, man. We've got uh, Steve and Norma. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Marlene, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lot of the same friends that we know. Yeah. Um, where, where'd where you go last night?
1: where did I go last night? Um, I was at McCarty Mills. Yeah. Um, for a good amount of time i dropped in on a friend of mine who was uh who was cooking uh there he did like a pop-up for his brand called a uh, killer taste buds word so he was making uh burnt end quesadillas and uh jerk chicken quesadillas uh-huh. and al pastor marinated ribs okay as well and it all looked delicious right I, right right i had the uh the burnt ends quesadilla <laughs> pretty good okay um other than that uh there was an artist there that was um you know displaying his his art as well um and then i just really love the people there at mccarty mills like um that super cool guy that's the fam over yeah. there yeah and i did
0: a little bit of wandering around you know uh, checking out the food trucks and other bars and whatnot right yeah. um so the weekend is still here in among us what you got going on the rest of today and tomorrow i gotta work I've got I've got my day jobs
1: Day jobs Right So yeah So In the middle of Maintaining a regular Adult life I do this music stuff too Right And It's about balance Is music your escape? Um Yeah sure I would say that (laughs) Doesn't sound like it Um It doesn't sound like it?
0: Yeah Yeah sure Is there other escapes? mm, I
1: don't I don't feel like I'm necessarily escaping from anything. I get you. Okay. Yeah, like okay. I, I just, you know, I just happen to be doing something I, I, I'm passionate about, and I, I love to do it. You know, it's something that has grown natural with me because it's something that I've been influenced by since as
0: long as I could remember. Right. Yeah. Um, Did you ever do any of the other hip hop elements uh, during your journey? Were you ever a b boy?
1: tried but i just (laughs) yeah i I just can't get any of that down like i've got rhythm but you know do a little footwork here and there but like (laughs) no i I, i'm not getting on the ground like i'm not messing my back up right with the spins fragile as it is you know (laughs) for real uh other than that uh yeah i you know i i would draw a little bit here and there but like um never been good with like paint like that and um Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Never really touched a a pair of turntables. Like there was once when I was a kid. Like my dad used to DJ too, Um, but I never really experienced a lot of that Uh, when um, when I was younger. Like he had a pair of turntables at some point, and I don't know where he went. But uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I would gravitate towards that, but like never really took a deep dive into
0: DJing. I'd walk up to every turntable set I saw just to. Just a rigor, rigor, rigor. Yeah. Um all right. Who are your uh men, have you had mentors or influences uh, or people that you want to shout out? Yeah. Uh shout out to uh Dada
1: Soulface, aka B J. Okay. Um He's definitely uh, a mentor, like he's uh he's a local visual artist. He does a lot of like collage kind of art. Uh do you know BJ? No. Oh, you gotta meet him. Gotta meet Re- him. Yeah. really,
0: really down to earth, cool guy. I've, and, I've heard you. You've mentioned him to me. Uh, like, I think uh, in our last interview. But yeah, I haven't met him yet. Yeah, no. Like he's
1: uh he's very, uh, very much loved and well respected in the community um, among artists and just people in general. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, he was like one of those first guys that like heard our MySpace days right. of material. And reached out like, hey, you got to come to this this thing that we're doing uh, in the town. You know, like you got to come out and perform or jump on this mic or whatever. So that was like really our integration into like meeting other people that were doing what we were doing.
0: Okay. Um, So as you know, it's 955. You know, the show ends on a uh, positive note. Mm -hmm. So what is your message today for the people of Aurora and especially the hip hop community? Ooh, uh, <laughs> um, I didn't
1: come pre- come prepared with a message. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, just I, I hope you have a great weekend. I, I guess, uh, <laughs> right. and I hope you go and stream or buy and and share my album when it comes out, which comes out this Friday. So October eighth is when. This album comes out. You got the exclusive link to it because you're we special. Do. We do. We do.
0: Can we hit the can? Are they clapping for us in the back? They are.
1: <laughs> so I gave you the advanced copy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So when it does come out Friday, uh remember cruzocho.bandcamp.com if you really want to buy the album and see that i'm getting some sort of profit from it that'd be great right. but otherwise if you want to stream the album i'm not going to shame you from streaming i will stream myself Right. <laughs> and um you know spotify apple music title whatever you're using there's going to be some way of finding this album if you're not the most internet i guess savvy person even google Cruz ocho 94 tape and i'm sure it'll, it'll link it'll get you there right somewhere
0: um all right guys it is saturday um it's the second that means it's community hero day that we've been telling you guys about very much uh dear friend of the show and community partner tracy duran is uh, currently on the scene at 53 North Broadway. That's the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. Go on out there, have a good time. Check out the vehicles. It's a great community event. Vehicles from the Illinois Army National Guard, the Kane County Sheriff's Office, and Groot are out there for you to touch and uh, play with and take pictures with. This was a great episode, an interview with our dear friend Cruz Ocho once again. Uh, stay tuned. 94 take August 8th. Drop it. Oh. Holy cow. <laughs> I feel We're like lying. what? <laughs> <was> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drop it August 8th. That uh, is right. You said it again.
1: We're in October now.
0: October, that's what I'm. Oh (laughs) damn! You are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, August. You are very behind. (laughs) Very behind, Damn. October eighth,
0: Friday coming up. Right. Let's write the album. October eighth. Well, we don't usually do this on Saturday, so I'm getting with it. We getting with it, y'all. We getting with it. And if you're not like a average
1: hip hop listener, and you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to it because there's cursing on it or whatever just letting you know there are songs on there that don't have cursing and absolutely usually like the, the streaming services will tell you what's explicit and what is right clean so right. there are songs that are clean and most of the songs that are explicit are a bunch of asses basically and yeah not <laughs> even bad profanity yeah, i don't there. drop an f-bomb until the last track of the album so if you're cool with every other word but the f-bomb then listen to tracks one through seven. But I encourage you to listen to eight because that's my favorite song on the project. So,
0: yeah. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, where we will leave the show. Tune in Monday morning. We will be happy to see you guys next week. It's going to be a great week here on the show. And don't forget October 8th, 94 Tape. Take care of yourself and each other.